Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the 4th and 1 podcast. My name is Oliver Higgins, I'm joined by Callum Bennett. Hello. And Joseph Watson. Hello. This is ostensibly an NFL podcast. Uh, I know vaguely what I'm talking about. These guys, somewhat less so. Each week we look at the games which have just passed. We look forward to next week's games. Maybe talk a little bit about the news. And at the end we have a segment where they try and decide which teams they'll go on to support in future. Uh, we will start this week with a bit of news. We haven't had some for a while. But it was, uh, it was suggested that we could talk about this one. And we will indeed. It is about the Patriots, who are known for their success, but also their cheating. And uh, they are at it again. They are they have allegedly been caught filming the Bengals' sideline from this week's games. Even though the Patriots were playing the Chiefs, the Bengals were playing the Browns. And for some reason, the Patriots were uh, filming a documentary, allegedly, in the, uh, the Bengals' Paul Brown Stadium. And it appears that in the course of this filming... They focused on the Bengals' sideline for up to eight minutes of straight footage and saw the Bengals making play calls, their uh, substitutions, everything that was going on, and it is uh, generally deemed to be very suspicious. And as ever with the Patriots, people have been quick to assume that they are cheating, and they may well be right. What do you guys think? Would, would, would it actually be against NFL rules if it's found to be uh, filming for the sake of next week's game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just because it's not usually public knowledge. It's not normally something you could sort of watch and then infer potential advantages from. And what and would there be financial um, punishments or sort of some kind? It's hard to say. So with the Patriots, uh, previously, the Deflategate scandal, have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was um, the AFC Championship in 2014, I think. They allegedly deflated some of the footballs that were being used and they got... I think Tom Brady got banned for four games and the team lost their first round pick in the draft that year. Um, but like, obviously, that's a much more extreme yes, more extreme case. Yeah, yeah. but uh, there will probably be some sort of slap on the wrist. What I, I find so weird about this is they're not actually, they're never going to play them again this season. No, they play them next week, to be fair. Yeah, they are. They've got a game coming up. Mm. It's the game this week. Oh, God, it bought, was, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay, right, okay. So they are going to play next week. But what I find confusing about it is it's an easy win. Yeah, like the Bengals suck. Yeah. Maybe, so why are the Patriots so worried? Maybe this is why the Pats have so many easy wins. What? Because they just cheat every time. You know, I think. I yeah, think. I good punishment. Tom Brady doesn't get to spend Christmas with his son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just find it so odd. Like. I could see, for example, why they'd do it if they're playing someone like the Ravens or someone mm. like the, the Niners or the Saints. Yeah. Someone that really makes them sweat. Yeah. But when you're playing the Bengals, they could literally put out their backup players and win the game, probably. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I think it's a, it's just a weird story, really, from top to bottom. Probably nothing, but uh, we'll see if anything comes of it. And with that, we'll move on to looking at last week's games. Um, it was, It was not the most exciting week in the NFL, bar one absolute classic. It's fair to say. Uh, each week we picked the games. Uh, last week we had a fairly good week, all told, yeah, all I would say. To me. Yeah, I think. 11 to me and you, and 10 to Callum out of yeah. 14, was it? Out of 16. 16. Still but, not bad. You know, still not bad. We'll all take, of us over 50%. Yeah, we'll take that. And uh, that leaves us with Joe on 45 for the six weeks, five weeks. Yeah. Uh, Callum, you're on 43, and I am on 42, so it's still quite close. I mean, I, I am pulling away again. 
I'd like to point out. Uh, no, you, you started a hedge ever since we've been chewing at your heels. And then yeah. now, and then now you've away had one, once good, again. one slightly better week than me, which means you basically think you pulled away again. I pulled away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're coming down to the business end of proceedings. There's three weeks left. Uh, once we look at last week's games, we'll preview next week's games. Then the last couple of weeks of the season, uh, we will not be in Durham. Term will finish, but we're going to discuss our picks anyway. And when we get back next term, we will... Uh, let you know how Joe's yeah. doing in last. <laughs> Hopefully, I would get, I th- and I assume we're good. Well, we're going to be calling the championship games. Yeah, and the playoffs, the, etc. Yeah, the playoffs and yeah. stuff, and maybe making some of them more points. Potentially, we need to figure that out. We Just because they're higher stakes. Yeah, exactly. Although much harder to pick because yeah. they are. But that's, 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 that also teams. should be a best reward, I guess. True. Um, Joe, what do you think? I agree. I was thinking double uh, double points for the playoff games. Mm, yeah. Maybe something spicy for the um, three or four for, for the, the conference Super Bowl. championships and for the Super Bowl. Ooh, we'll have to see. We'll have to fine tune this. Uh, anyway, last week's games. The first game was Thursday night football. We had Cowboys Bears. Um, Callum, I believe you and I had picked the Cowboys. Yeah. And Joe, you'd picked the Bears, and it was the naturally it was the Bears. It was indeed the Bears. You came out on top, thirty-one to twenty-four. That takes them to seven and six on the season, and the Cowboys fall to six and seven. This was um, a pretty bizarre game where Mitch Trubisky, of all people, stole the show in many ways. Um, he got, I think, two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown, but generally just kept the Bears taking over very effectively, and the Cowboys just could not get anything going. And it is yet another in a series of embarrassing or embarrassing defeats. Sorry for the NFC East teams. It was also a very good Russian touchdown. It wasn't just it like was, it, was, it wasn't like a, yeah. a two-yard little. Oh, I'll plunk over the line. It was <laughs> it was a good good run. Very yeah. nearly my player of the week for this week. Um, something interesting about the Cowboys that I was reading about. Uh-huh. Uh, I realised if I would have read this stat before, I probably wouldn't have listened to you because yeah. it was you that slightly swayed me to go for the Cowboys. Oh, sorry. I believe the Cowboys haven't won a game this season against a team in a game that they weren't the favourites to win. Yeah, they haven't so, beat a team with a winning record. Yeah. Yeah, um, so they just can't seem to be anyone that's even slightly seen as better or the same standard as them. Having said that, that had they won on Thursday, that streak would still be true because the Bears would be under five hundred. Yeah. So you know, not not exclusive, but, but no, that's that is a it's a real issue with the Cowboys. It's their coach doesn't seem up to it, and it's very clear that he's not going to make it to next season after Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, has been very patient up to this point, but. He went on the radio after this defeat and was um, slightly was angry. very displeased. <laughs> He's not the type of owner who would sack the coach mid-season, but um, might, if, yeah, might be the end of the season. Yeah, there's typically they call it Black Monday is the first day after the end of the regular season, which is when sort of deadwood coaches tend to get fired. Cowboys may well still make the playoff. Their playoffs, they're tied for first in the NFC East, but if they don't, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous that they yeah. can still make it just because due to the low standard of that division. Yeah. But. Um, but if they don't make it, Jason Garrett is likely to be a, a victim of Black Monday this year. And even if they do make it, they're not going to make it far. No. I don't see no. them going far at all. And, I mean, they, they didn't look awful in the game. They, they just didn't really make an impact, though. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had Panthers-Falcons. Uh, I picked the Panthers. Uh, you guys both picked the Falcons, and you were correct. They came out 40-20 winners. Uh, they climbed to four and nine, and the Panthers fall to five and eight in what was a very relevant game in the NFC South. 
Any thoughts on this one? Uh, I'd have to say the Panthers are in dire straits at the minute. Mm. They seem to have dropped off massively in quality. It must be said, sorry, they have fired their coach, Ron Rivera. Mm. So he, uh, it was actually handled remarkably well by all involved. The Panthers were, you know, there was no real animosity from the Panthers or from Rivera. It seemed quite amicable, but it just isn't working anymore. I was, I was just about to ask, is is there a team, any team likely to fire their coach halfway through the season? And you've answered it. Um, yeah. I mean, looking at their, their stats for the season, they're still ahead of the Falcons overall. Mm-hmm. Well, the Falcons had a good few few weeks over the past while since we've started the podcast, really. Yeah. Um, Panthers looking at, I think, five losses in a row now. Yeah, they've had a, they've had a tough run and they've got an interim head coach in. So it's... Um, on the other hand, it, it does reaffirm the fact that the Falcons are perking up as a team. Yeah, absolutely. They're on a good streak. Don't think they'll make the playoffs. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not five at games all. under 500. <laughs> uh, no, that's true. I mean... In fairness, it's not. In some ways, it's just quite an annoying time to pick up for him because you're just ruining your draft pick yeah. at a time when you're out of contention for anything. But having said that, it's always nice to get some wins, and they are doing that. Next up, we have the AFC powerhouse Ravens, uh, who beat the Bills twenty-four to seventeen. We all had the Ravens here. The Bills kept it close, but uh, Lamar Jackson, um, who was, as a note to that so that South, South, never mind, sorry. That's San Francisco color commentator who was uh, fired for racism. Um, Lamar Jackson wore a white Under Armour and a white glove, uh, and he still was able to fool the Bills and get the win. Um, yeah, the Ravens were just a better team overall, but the Bills did still impress me, hmm. and it'll probably inform future picks. Okay. Just because, I mean, the Ravens being probably the best team in the NFL at the moment, yeah. and they've still had it, held That's it as a seven-point game. Well, if you look at the NFL power rankings, you'll find the Ravens at the top. I think the Niners um, are the best team in the NFL. Well, the right NFL now. power and rankings. You were you were there. you were slagging off the NFL website earlier, so uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think you can now just reference them. The whole point of this kind of thing is you take their side when they agree with you, and you <laughs> throw hatred at them if they even slightly disagree with you. Yeah, sounds valid. Uh, but yeah, the Bills quite impressed me, and yeah, I've gone up in my estimation. Yeah, no, I was um, I was impressed when they beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I think that sort of changed my opinion of the Bills somewhat. Um, and I believe the Ravens have clinched a playoff berth and should this weekend most likely secure first place in the AFC North. Let's just say will. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. Oh, no, apparently Lamar Jackson's a little bit, uh, got a bit of a gammy hamstring. He, yeah, he's slightly injured, but he said, he said he'll play. If so, it goes further, though, then that might put him in a bad position. True. But I don't know. I'd back him to get over it. Yeah. Uh, they, are, they are playing the Jets, let's not forget. A tough matchup. <laughs> Next up, we have Bengals Browns. Thought uh, of the uh, the Patriots filming drama. Uh, the Browns came out twenty seven and nineteen winners. Um, they are up to six and seven. The Bengals fall to one and twelve. It is the second straight season that Cleveland have had six plus wins, and it's the first time they've done that since two thousand and two, which mm-hmm. is. An indictment of how bad that franchise has been for quite some time. Probably not that much to say about this one, though. Uh, no. The Bengals, uh, they've looked slightly recently. They look slightly better, yeah. but not good enough to beat the Browns. Yeah, with Andy Dalton back, they have looked livelier. But mm. uh, no, the Browns are a much more talented team. And Any chance of them making it to the Super Bowl, do you think, Ollie? Oh, not this year, Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, next up, we had a surprisingly close game between the Packers and the Redskins. We all picked the Packers, and the Packers did win it 20-15. to 
but for a 10 and 3 team facing a now 3 and 10 team that's uh it was a little closer than the Packers would have liked um but they got the job done honest, I think in general the Packers haven't looked as good as they should mm. recently they, they don't look as good as they did midway through the season yeah they're seen to me even though they're still winning a few games they, yeah. they don't I don't know that I've lost a bit of confidence in them yeah I think to some extent it's a lot of the NFL is about adjusting to what your opposition puts on film and what you can see of them. And it's a brand new offense under Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Mm. And I think initially teams didn't really know what to do with it. Like they didn't know what to expect yeah. once the offense had got going and now they've got... Now they figured it out. Yeah, they've started to see the, the sort of tendencies, which may well be a part of it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't really watched much of the Packers this year, to be honest. But, um, yeah, they haven't had a great run of results. They're still getting the job done, though. So. And perhaps it's combined with a slight upturn in the Redskins recently after that. No, lovely lovely yeah. catch from, I can't remember his name, oh, yeah, one-handed. Yeah. Um, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I think it was. Terry it was McLaurin. Beautiful catch in the Redskins. I think third or fourth round rookie, and he's just been an absolute phenomenon. Like, he's, um, he's yeah, he's really torn it up for the Redskins. A massive bright spark for them in a pretty Dull sad ashy. year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on, one of the surprises of the week, we'd all pick the Texans and they got beaten 38-24 to by the Broncos in Houston. Uh, so the Texans fall to 8-5. and This could be a really costly loss for them in their, uh, in their playoff hunt, particularly in their hunt for the first place in the AFC South. While the Broncos climb to 5-8, and eight, they are out of contention, but uh, this will be a win that really boosts, boosts them. Drew Locke under centre, their rookie quarterback, a guy who was... Um, widely berated after his training camp performances this year and yet has come back last couple of games and led them to two wins I believe and uh, this was a, a heck of a result um, and one that very few people would have seen coming Gosh, I don't know what happened what's happened to the Broncos recently but yeah. they look so much better than they mm. look for the rest of the season um, on the other hand the Texans probably haven't looked as good Um but yeah, the, the Broncos looked really good for once. Uh-huh. It was quite odd. Fair enough. Uh, Joe, any thoughts on this one? I'm just excited to see a little, uh, little playoff between the Texans and the Titans. Um, yeah. AFC South, even if Colts' hopes are more or less completely dashed. I mean, yeah. one of them are likely to get the wild card, even if they don't get the... Yeah, they should. They, ooh, the the Steelers eight, could have something to say about that. Oh, but. God, I hate the Steelers. <laughs> they are, really yeah, the Steelers not. are on the same, same stat line as the others. And because... Um, uh, Texans and Titans play each other twice over the last three weeks. Yeah. It, unless it they split this, this, this weekend, yeah. this, this weekend coming. Yeah, it's the first of them. Oh, It'll I be really interesting to see this. how they go. I really hate the Steelers. Mm. Just don't want them to do well. Any reason? They've got a rubbish kit. That's just not true. <laughs> oh no! I don't like the kit. They've, got, they've, they've, got, a, they've got a classic kit. kit. They've got a rubbish kit. And seen the dark whenever, I, whenever I make calls against them, they always win. So, ugh. have you seen the Dark Knight Rises? You know the scene where. Bane blows up the uh, football stadium. Oh, is that a Texan? Uh, um, uh, that's uh, that's Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. And uh, it's um Steelers game. Oh, what's the guy's no, name? No, I think it's two made-up teams. The like, yeah, the Steelers don't play in Gotham, famously. <laughs> wow. The actor as well, who's like returning the punt as the pitch blows up behind him, is also a former Steelers player. So yeah. there you go, and that's a little bit of Dark Knight trivia for you. Well, there's less to say. We talk about football and there. films here. <laughs> That'll be a great podcast. Um, moving on, we've got Lions-Vikings, a NFC North matchup, and the Vikings came out on top, 20-7. Yeah. We all picked the Vikings. Um, I have no idea who was even a quarterback for the Lions in this one. Was it Jeff Driscoll again? Yeah, I think so. 
David Blau didn't get a didn't get another run out after Thanksgiving, unfortunately. Um, but maybe he would have done a better job. Uh, um, but it pretty obvious. Uh, no, it was again. David Blau. Oh, it was Blau. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Pretty obvious again, though. The Lions looked rubbish. They look to be one of the worst teams in the NFL at the minute, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's and been, uh, the it's Vikings looked look relatively strong, so kind of obvious. Yeah, no real standout performances for the Vikings, but they did more than enough to get the job done in a divisional matchup, and they'll be pleased to get through that one and move on next week. Uh, next up, we have possibly the game of the year. Uh, could be a Super Bowl preview, could be all sorts of things. This was 49ers Saints in New Orleans, and it finished 48-46 to the Niners with a last-minute game-winning field goal from Robbie Gould. Uh, Joe, you and I picked the Niners. Callum, you were heartbroken watching the Saints having picked them. I was celebrating like a madman <laughs> with one minute left when they scored the touchdown. Uh, Thinking, come on, they've got this. And then I watched them get... They didn't they trust got to, Jimmy G. They got to fourth down, mm. and I was like, we've got this, yeah. we've got this. And then just that one pass that just ruined the game. This this was this was the one game I properly watched this week, and it was. You didn't properly watch. I I left I left in the last two minutes. I had somewhere to be, and I uh, I was getting live updates from Callum. um, That then turned into a lot of caps messages. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I hate. And it was it was phenomenal to hear because because the Niners do have in fact the best quarterback. In the league right now. Oh come on, that's just silly. Oh, no. That's just not come true. On. He's got good players around him. He's he's a he's a best. He's like a he's a better than average quarterback. But yeah. He's not the best quarterback. I, I stand by it. He's that's... just mildly attractive, and you. I mean, he just... is he is very attractive, man. And mildly, that's, that's, is... that's all that's all you like about him. Mildly is insulting, frankly. Okay, he's very attractive, <laughs> but not that good at football. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll agree. Not with that. that good at football. Okay, this you heard it here first. There are so many quarterbacks better than Jimmy G. Name one. Uh, Watson. Oh, yeah, well done, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was one heck of a game. Uh, the Niners climbed to eleven and two, and the Saints fall to ten and three. Very much still. Uh, well, they will make the playoffs. Um, I think <laughs> I they already. So. I think they've already secured it. Yeah. The NFC South, but um. But yeah, they, they they both played really well. It yeah. all just came down to ultimately a game of time management. Weirdly. If the, yeah. if the Saints would have waited another 30 seconds for the yeah. touchdown somehow, uh, then they they would have won. Yeah, although the Saints were, I think, a couple of scores up in the first half mm. and then let the Niners back into it, including a fumble yeah, on their the, own 20-yard line. I in think the first half, I was quite confident. Yeah, which, um, which it proved costly in the end, but mm. uh, no, a heck of a game from both teams. A good one to watch. Um, next up, we had Dolphins-Jets. Uh, Callum, you and I went with the Jets. Joe, you went with the Dolphins, and this was a close one. But the Jets came out twenty-two to twenty-one winners. Uh, the Jets climbed to five and eight. The Dolphins are three and ten. Uh, there were loads of field goals in this game. It was, it was, it was an exciting, ten exciting game. Goals. Is it a record? I believe it's up there. Um, I think they may have been, they may have tied it or have been one short. I'm not sure if they set a new record. Still, it was ridiculous. It's, yeah. a, it's actually quite a bad sign for both teams. It shows they can't convert touchdowns. Or it mm. shows they're very good at defence. They're not. They're not, yeah. It just, show, <laughs> it just shows the offence in both teams is yeah. severely lacking yeah. talent. Um, not much to add on this game. Yeah, no. let's All I'm going to say is I like the Dolphins coach. He, he looks good. Brian Flores. Yeah, yeah. Cool guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Colts Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers won thirty-eight to thirty-five. And I was the one who called it. Yes, yeah, uh, you did indeed call the Bucks, Joe. You and I because Joe the Colts. betrayed me. <laughs> we have a tradition, a strong tradition of always going against Colts. 
Joe thought he'd be a bit smart, and that's burned him, hasn't it? I, I'd actually forgotten that the Colts lost this game coming into here today. <laughs> um, so I'm getting I'm getting burnt twice. The uh, <laughs> Both teams are now 6-7. and seven. That is a pretty much a final nail in the Colts. It was very close, though. Very it close was game. very close. It was, um, I was sweating at the end of it. Yeah, this one I did watch. It was because you don't shower. <laughs> <laughs> it was fairly remarkable that the Colts were not further ahead at the end of the first half having had wasn't that remarkable they are rubbish they had three interceptions and a forced fumble all in the first half and the offense got about like i think 10 points out of those four turnovers they had a pick six they just yeah they they're not together yeah they're not a, a winning team this year and, uh, that has finally become monumentally clear especially with all of their injuries and uh we will go again next year <laughs> It's uh, I mean, the Bucks. Uh, James Winston threw for an obscene amount Another of yards. Another good quarterback, yeah. Oh, that's generous. He's um, this is a, I'd say this is an absolutely trademark Winston performance where every so often he'll Ray throw Winston. for James. Similar. Um, every so often he'll throw <laughs> for 456 yards and four touchdowns, but he'll also mix in three interceptions, and then next week he'll throw for about 20 yards total. <laughs> it's um, it is just what he does, and it's why Fox fans find him so eternally frustrating, in that he is so inconsistent and so unpredictable. I like the boxer, but there there are flashes of greatness from Winston. He just never backs is them up. Is he kind of at the peak of his career, or is he young still? He's reaching the end of his rookie contract. Um, but I think so he's still he was got a quite young when he gold. entered the league. I yeah. think he's about twenty five, twenty six. So he's still got a chance to become like a, a massive name. Mm, not he, really. He's. He could become a starting, well, he is a starting quarterback. He He's never really likely to get much higher than he is now. Like an above average starting quarterback is probably his ceiling. Yeah. Just because he's too turnover prone. And like he's had several coaches who have all believed they could sort of coach it out of him and no one has been able to. So it, at this point, it just seems like that's who he is, which, you know, there's, he'll get, he'll manage to get jobs. I'm sure he'll get decent paydays. He'll continue to be in the league for a few years doing the same old stuff. It's like Tom Brady. <laughs> Nothing like Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> the that's the right Brady. comparison. Uh, next up, we had Chargers, Jags. Um, Joe and Callum, you both picked the Jags. I yeah. picked the Chargers. This was another one where I was swayed by it. Well, it was one where I was swayed by Joe. Joe by my expert Irish. analysis. Yeah, Joe gave me the analysis that because Minchu is cool and attractive, the Jags yeah. would therefore win. Unfortunately, um, they lost 45 I wouldn't call that man attractive. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in retrospect, it's kind of a dumb call. But at the same time, the Chargers haven't looked amazing until that game. They did look very strong in that game. But before that, they haven't looked that good. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler had 101 rushing yards, 112 receiving yards and a touchdown. So he had a heck of a day. They had a 90-yard touchdown, the uh, the Chargers. And they, uh, they just overpowered the Jags who are uh, probably one of the worst teams in the league on current form. Uh, in the I NFL power might. ratings, they are. Yeah. Are they the worst, they are the worst team? Oh, yeah. even worse than the Giants? Yeah, Giants are second worst, I think. Wow, that's rough. Right, well, moving on. We have Steelers-Cardinals. Um, the Steelers won 23-17 in Arizona. The Cardinals fall to 3-9-1, and one, and the Steelers climbed 8-5. and five. They continue to win despite not looking like a good football team, and they continue to be very much in contention for the wildcard spot in the AFC. Um, Joe, you and I had picked the Steelers. Callum, you had unfortunately picked the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. uh, and 
that was this game. Yeah, that was it. It was more of a heart over head call. I don't mm. like the Steelers, and I've always quite liked the Cardinals. Yeah, I like Kyler Murray. Yeah, um, despite them being awful, they're not. You still I like mean, them? They're not awful. I mean, their I, record is. Let me just check. Three, three nine. nine one, one, yeah, yeah, so they're even worse than the Jags. But I no, feel that's like according to that's. But it, they play different teams. Uh, I think in watching these two teams, from what I've seen of them this season, yeah. I, I was going to say think, they've played worse teams. Yeah, their division is the Rams, playing. the Seahawks, and the Niners. I mean, you could put the best, like some of the best yeah. teams in that, and they, the records would struggle. I think from what I've seen of the Cardinals and Steelers, if I didn't know their records, I would probably think they were switched. Like what I've seen of the Cardinals, I think they've looked like a really solid team. I think Kyle like Murray's eight and five would right. Whereas the Steelers have been an absolute mess whenever I've watched them, but they just managed to win anyway. Uh, whether it's well, I guess it's good coaching. Um, you know, making the most of the Support parts team. that they have, yeah. yeah, and sort of rising, raising the talent to uh, to keep them going while their best players aren't in there. Yeah, I just find Kyler Murray really exciting to watch. Mm. Like. He's not. I'm not saying he's, he's got like the best stats in the league or anything yeah. like that. But because that, that would be untrue. Like the plays that he goes for, I don't know. Like I, they actually get me excited. Like he, yeah. he does a lot of like he'll run out of the pocket, yeah, um, and towards a wing and then throw it down a wing, yeah, instead of like just staying in the pocket like Tom Brady, like a big lump of rock. Mm, yeah. No. Fair enough. Speaking of Tom Brady, next up we have Patriots Chiefs. We all picked the Chiefs, uh, which was pretty bold, but it came through. The Chiefs won 23-16, and it is the Patriots' first home loss since Week 4, 2017. They are now 10-3, just one head, one game ahead of the Chiefs at 9-4. and four. Uh, Also just one game ahead of the Bills at 9-4 and four in their own division. So um, for once, there is competition in the AFC East for the Patriots. Uh, but this was their second loss on the bounce, and a fairly unimpressive one for the Patriots. Their defense um, has got a lot of plaudits this year, and deservedly so, but Patrick Mahomes managed to dice them up while the offense did not get anything going, and uh, they only managed to score 16 points in this defeat. I really like the Chiefs. They put in a good shift. Um, A really good team to watch, and a team to watch for the Super Bowl as well, I'd say. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. no, absolutely. It's like I've always said, this this season is the beginning of the end for the Pats, and, and... I don't think that's true. We're say. seeing it now. I think it is actually. I think it's not the beginning of the end. It is the beginning. I think, of the end. I think Gronkowski retiring at the end of last year was the, the beginning of the end. Because I think if, when if Brady goes, call him by his title. <laughs> when Brady goes, which is coming, he, which will be maybe end of this season, maybe end of next season. So he can't be franchise tag next year. So if he wants to be, if he wants to play for the Patriots next year, he will have to agree to. And he is apparently selling his house. And there's a couple of other like maybe he's buying a big. I don't. I just don't think he looks as good anymore. No, and I agree. Also, because he's got. But when that. he goes, what have they got? They're, but also what have they got in terms of quarterbacks to replace him? They have Jarrett Stidham, their uh, rookie quarterback this year, who and no how, one knows he what looked? he is. Yeah, I mean they've. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're coaching him hard because they know he might leave. Yeah, Joe, you've got a wire around your foot, man. <laughs> <laughs> the um, no, I think the. Gronk retiring sort of marked the end of that the Gronk. era. Okay, it's just not the Gronk. The Gronk. I'll just go with Robert Gronkowski retiring. <laughs> <laughs> marked the end the. of the era for the Colts. The Robert Gronkowski. <laughs> I give up. Uh, I also just called him Colts. Just it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, wasn't that good a point? Next game. Uh, we had Titans Raiders. Um, so this was this looked like a close one on paper, but the Titans. It just didn't. 
Yeah, I thought I think it did. The Raiders just haven't looked good recently. Okay, stats wise maybe, but yeah, taking into account form, the Raiders haven't looked good recently. Yeah, and the Titans have. Yeah, the Titans have looked excellent. We we did all pick the Titans in fairness, and they um, they got the job done. They are eight and five. The Raiders fall to six and seven, and uh, yeah, it sets up a very interesting matchup this week between the Titans and the Texans uh, to see who will top the AFC South, and. Ryan Tannehill is now six and one for the Titans. He was the starter for the Dolphins in days gone by, and they got rid of him because they believed he was not a franchise quarterback. But now he's better than any Dolphins player. Well, yeah. So the Titans benched Marcus Mariota earlier this year, brought on Ryan Tannehill, and he has gone six and one as a starter. At the weekend, he had three hundred and ninety-one yards passing with three touchdowns and just one interception. So he is um he is a player reborn in that system. Whether it just really suits Maybe him. he's just around good players for once. I mean, it could be that. Um, and he is around good players. Derek Henry, AJ Brown. He's got quite a, a relatively talented offense, certainly by the Titans standards. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether he can keep it up. Uh, next up, we had Seahawks-Rams. Uh, we had all picked the Seahawks, and this was one of the more surprising games of the week in that the Rams came out 28-12 winners. I think w- in retrospect... I could have made quite a strong case for picking the Rams, and I was mm. quite torn actually. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> Indeed, um, but I mean the Rams were sacking. The Seahawks quarterback Lumber looks really good, right? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Mm. He was getting hammered. He yeah. got sacked so many times. The, the Seahawks offensive line is like typically awful. Just over the last few years, it's I, something they've never managed to sort of. And then that was just an awful matchup because the Rams' defense, defensive line, yeah. right, is is like a sledgehammer. Yeah, um, and they just ripped them to bits. Like they won this game through defense, but also Goff, right? He's the quarterback. Yeah, he he was throwing some phenomenal balls, mm. um, and their wide receivers look good too. Yeah, the the Rams certainly do have a talented trio of wide receivers. Uh, Jared Goff is a former number one pick, so you know, a very talented player, but one who is inconsistent. inconsistent Actually, yeah. he may have been a number two pick behind Carson Wentz. Now that I think about it, but either way, um, he has just never quite put it together. Some would say until last year, when under uh, Sean McVay, their sort of offensive guru, he brought the Rams to the Super Bowl, and then they just bottled it against the Patriots, and. This season, he hasn't been able to get back to that level. But yeah, it sounds like this Sunday was sort of um, like golf of 2018. And yeah. if he can keep it up for the rest of the season. The Rams could be could be an interesting. Good to see him want to inform future picks, I think. Mm, potentially. And finally, uh, we had a, a Monday night classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Eagles-Giants. The Eagles came out 23-17 winners after overtime. Um, Eli Manning returned for the Giants with Danny Jones out. And uh, he almost got the, got a win for the yeah, Giants. It was really disappointing. The Giants were leading and they threw it away. It was so... Yeah. They had Classic it in the Eli first Manning half. Fashion. But in the, at the same time, Eli, Eli Manning had a very good game. Mm. Uh, I was talking to a friend earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he thinks if Manning plays again next... People were saying this might be Manning's last game ever. Yeah. Um, but they, he said if he play next week... And he thinks the Giants have got a chance. Because, to be fair, he did have a very good game. He, some of the balls he threw were really good in the first half. Did uh, did Manning not used to be considered one of the best in the league? Or yeah, yeah he's, he's a bit old. He, he's done a bit inconsistent. It, his brother, Peyton Manning... <laughs> I thought he said incontinent. 
His brother Peyton Manning is one of the best ever. Eli, oh, I'm thinking of him. Is the epitome of mediocrity. He is uh, his career record is now 116 for 117, um, <laughs> but he's won two Super Bowls, um, both beating Patriots. So he is a is a, Peyton the ex Colts. He is ex Colts and Broncos. Uh, Manning has been with the Giants, I think, his whole career. May have started with the Chargers. Um, and he, yeah, he's won a couple Super Bowls, but he's not a not that talented of a yeah, I think this game in general just shows the Eagles still aren't a good team. I don't know what's going on with them, but they're well, just I not think good. they've slightly saved their chances of um, I mean they've saved their chances, but like to just about eke your win against what <coughs> could be said to be the worst team in the Yeah. In NFL. The NFL, yeah. Um, uh, it's just disappointing. Yeah. I mean the NFC East is tragic this year yeah but like, but like, like you said like you said the first few episodes of this podcast the Eagles can always pull themselves together that's a good team talented team but yeah. I just don't think they will they just they just never look good yeah no I, I agree with both points they are talented enough that they should be able to bring it together but I mean they, that's Wentz been the case looked, all season and Wentz looked awful really he didn't look good I did, first I half didn't see much I watched the highlights and like second half he pulled together a little bit but he still didn't look good Mm. They just started running the ball a lot in the second half. Yeah. And they got points back because they were like, you know what, this tool clearly can't throw. <laughs> um, all right, so that's it for last week. Before we move on, we'll talk about our play of the week. Um, any ideas on who would like to kick this one off? Uh, you kick it off. Okay, so I am going to go with a play from the game of the year, Niners Saints. Uh, it was that play right at the end that broke yeah. your heart, Callum. Fire. It was fourth and two, I believe. It's the one that uh, brought a tear to my yeah. eye. <laughs> fourth and two in the 49ers half. Uh, Jimmy G completed a fairly straightforward outward to George Kittle, who then took over. He brought it down the sideline, had three Saints defenders on top of him. One of them literally jumped on his back and he kept moving. Another one had a hand in his... Uh, yeah. Was yeah, like shaking his, hand, his face Shaking mask. his head for yeah. about um, 10 yards. And... Kittle just kept going. He got, I think, 29 yards on the run. On and the it's catch what and made run. the field goal possible. And then yeah. with the 15-yard penalty on top of that, it was um, it was a complete game-changer. And it was just, it typified how good Kittle is. And he is, in many ways, considered the new... Gronk. The Gronk, Gronk in fact. The new the Gronk. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he could even be better than Gronk was if he stays healthy. Uh, better he better than the Gronk was. Okay. Uh, Joe, what have you got for play of the week this week? Well, I'm tempted straight for the punt return. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up Minchie's quite nice. It wasn't good. It was a nice rush and then tackle avoidance. It was tackle avoidance. What play of the week? Really? Well, no, no, no. Right, then, he then followed he by an a, arm. Then followed by a pass to a to a touchdown. But he passed. Well, yeah. Well, is, that is the quarterback job. threw a little loopy ball. All right, grow up. Um, but I'm going to have to go with... Uh, the actual good play. What we were talking about earlier, um, Tan- well, we were talking about him earlier, Tannehill in his own possibly 10 yards mm. past, uh, past two Brown for a 91-yard touchdown. AJ Brown, the Titans rookie wide, wide receiver, I believe. Indeed. Uh, and my play, weirdly, is from the Broncos. Um, it's a, it was a 71-yard defensive touchdown um, against the Texans. It was late in the first quarter. Uh, there was a fumble that was forced by Johnson. Uh, and then, I, I'm going to mispronounce this, but Atashu. You did mispronounce that. Go on, you go for it. I haven't a clue. Right, <laughs> thank you. Um, he recovered the ball. 
he got tackled and the guy was like clinging to him so he clearly oh, wasn't going to make any yards yeah, incredible yeah he clearly wasn't going to make any yards uh and there was a guy clinging right off him so he just kind of looked around and kareem jackson wandered up to him former texan kareem jackson no less <laughs> wandered up to him and he literally he didn't when i say pass he literally just as in popped it not no he didn't pa- he didn't throw it at all he literally passed it yeah. hand to hand just like shoved it into his yeah stomach. shoved it into him and then jackson just pegged it yeah. <laughs> and went off like from from what probably would have been a make of oh, five yards yeah. they ended up getting a 71 yard touchdown yeah. was some, it was phenomenal no, like no, vision, was some, vision really nice blocking as well from the, yeah there was some great blocking yeah. in it too yeah i just want to give an honorable mention to uh i couldn't pick this one because you guys would uh probably not allow it but the colts <laughs> pick six was a phenomenal play from darius yeah, Leonard. Not bad. yeah it was good vision he, good he vision. faked rushing and then dropped back James Winston, not an intelligent quarterback, threw it straight to him, and uh, Leonard turned, brought it home, and uh, six points, and a beautiful loss for the Colts. Um, I mean, he just—it was a boneheaded mistake from him. Shouldn't know the linebacker was there. Um, all right, so moving on to next to week. Next week, yeah. Um, we will look, talk about some of the games and pick them. Uh, we'll take it in turns to start, and first up is Jets Ravens on Thursday night. Um, there was a chance that Lamar Jackson would be out for this one because he's got a bit of a hamstring injury, but he has said himself that he's going to play. And so I'm not going to mess around here. I'm going to take the Ravens. Yeah, I would agree with that and go for the Ravens. Yeah, even if he was injured and his replacement was injured, the Ravens could still win this. So, yes. yeah. Ravens. Griffin the third, good player. Uh, yep, next up. Uh, yep, that's coming from me. So we've got the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers at 1 p.m. You're going to give us a bit more Eastern of a take on it? Is, is that it? Um, I think I think this is going to be a go to Green Bay. They haven't been their best in the past few weeks, but they, they, they've been solid uh, most of the season. Can I go for them? I'm torn and thinking, so oh. Ollie. Uh, I'm going Packers. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really think the Bears are up to it. And I... Yeah, I just don't really like the Bears. Where is the game at? It is in Green Bay, in Lambeau Field. Okay. Um, the only reason I'm torn is because, yeah, the Bears look fairly good recently, whereas the Packers look not so good recently. I'm going to go Packers, Yeah. but I'm going to caveat it with the fact that I'm not going to be surprised if the Bears do win. You've really covered, covered both bases yeah. there. Fair enough. So, all for Packers. Yeah, all Packers. Uh, the next game is... The Denver Broncos, who have had a bit of a upturn recently, have looked quite good, mm-hmm. versus the Kansas Chiefs, who are just good. Um, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, well, no one says that. Yeah, they do. Okay, the <laughs> yeah. Chiefs then. I'm just not going to bother with cities if we're going to be pedantic. Uh, the Chiefs, uh, who are just good all the time. Um, you can make an argument the Broncos might win, but it would kind of be a dumb argument, so Chiefs. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, Chiefs. Like, oh, and Joe is not picking this one. Jeez. All right. <laughs> if you don't pick, then it's Broncos. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, next up, we have that AFC South matchup we've been talking about. It is Texans Titans. Um, this one's a hard one to predict. I would have thought the Titans are probably favourites for this going into yeah. it. Um, off the back of an excellent run of form, and the Texans looking somewhat suspect over the last little while, particularly last week against the Broncos. Um, I don't think this one should be consensus, but I think it might have a consensus. I agree, but I'm going to kick it off by going for the Titans. I think Derrick Henry 
is very impressive. I think the Texans' defense hasn't been the same since J.J. Watt went out. Uh, I think the Texans' linebackers look like idiots when they dress up before the game every week. Um, and Tannehill, I don't know, maybe he is actually a good player and the Dolphins were ruining him for several years. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with the Titans. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna agree with you there uh, especially after last week Texans gone out of loss Titans having quite a quite a nice win mm. um, I think they're going to be wanting to be top of their, um, their division yeah I really hate there's a burning urge inside me to be contrary and to try to get the point here yeah um, because I do think it's relatively realistic to say they have a fair chance I mean they've still got a phenomenal quarterback and they've still got some phenomenal players uh, yeah. you never know like they have Deshaun Watson right yeah I uh, know Deshaun Deshaun Watson's their quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, who's also phenomenal. They also have, I think, Will Fuller was out last week against the Broncos. He may well be back this week. I genuinely don't know. But he completely changes that offense. And I am, am, as I am speaking, I cannot make up my decision. This is, (laughs) (laughs) I think, I'm going to be contrarian and try and make a point here and go Texans. I'm going to go against the consensus and I'm going to against the odds thing in front of me that says that the Titans have a 64% chance of winning because I think the Texans will be mad after last week mm. after getting beat by a rubbish team the old cornered animal game and also they know that their division really rides on this yeah. if they're going to step it up they're going to have to step it up now yeah. um, so I really actually do like the Titans but I think the Texans I'm going to go for yeah fair enough yeah. I'm glad we don't have consensus on that one Like, I, it's too close to call I would say yeah, and, and then, I, my my prediction is DeAndre Hopkins pulls some phenomenal <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> and then the uh, the next one PM game uh, for Sunday, you've got the uh, three for ten Miami Dolphins taking a trip up the Eastern Seaboard to play the Giants in New York. It's uh, not a weather forecast. Currently, <laughs> currently uh, two for eleven. Um, this this I mean we've we've covered the Dolphins season quite a lot on this podcast this year um, so far. They've not had the best time. Um, but I'm looking now at the Giants' uh, losing streak of uh, nine games in a row now. So, uh, on that note, I'm going to go for uh, Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Calm. Uh, another one which I'm torn on. The Giants are officially the second worst team in the NFL. Officially. Yep. Uh, according to the power rankings. Yeah. Um, the Dolphins have very good special team players <laughs> and that, that's why I love them yeah uh, I don't know um, I think it does depend on the guy's Manning right Eli yeah uh... yeah I think if Manning plays again mm. I think they have a decent chance but their actual quarterback Danny Jones yeah he could quite easily come back from injury I believe this mm, week I think so. in which case he would start I think yeah 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 um I'm going to be... I'm going to go with my brain. I'm going to go Dolphins. Mm. Um, Just because, yeah, I don't want to lose any points to Joe here. I want to go Dolphins. Uh, the fact that you guys have both gone for them makes me want to switch it up, but I just think I've had a soft spot for them since they beat the Eagles when I picked them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with them again. Hope the weather isn't too bad, but uh, yeah, I'll go with the Dolphins. Uh, is it my introduction? Yeah. It is indeed. Uh, so that's the Patriots versus the Bengals. Now, after this recent scandal the Patriots have had, what's going to happen is, this is my prediction. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> what's going to happen is, 
the Patriots are going to use all this information they've got and it's going to be totally false because the Bengals have entirely reinvented their playbook in a week. Uh, the Bengals are going to be pulling some absolute crazy stuff and um, the Patriots aren't going to know what's happening. But then there's going to be the simple fact that the Bengals are also trash, um, which gets in the way of them still winning, regardless of the Patriots making completely the wrong decision on every play and the Patriots are still going to win. Interesting. That's uh, in-depth. Do you know, I actually have a feeling that this one could be... I think it could be close, yeah. yeah I don't the Bengals have picked up recently and the Patriots kind of look boring at the minute. Yeah, I'm not going to pick the Bengals because that would be just ridiculous. You hate rooting for the Patriots, but man. I do, I really Why do. Why don't you have Bengals? But I, just think, I just think it's not... I don't know, I just I don't have a great feeling about the parts going into this one. But I will pick them, nonetheless. Patriots. Right. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Unnecessary conversation. Uh, all right, so you Next up, we have a... Matchup in the NFC East, everyone's favorite division. Um, <laughs> remarkably, the three and ten, I believe, Redskins are not yet out of playoff contention in that division, <laughs> which is just awful. Um, the Redskins have actually mm, picked I up really, recently. Yeah, I haven't really thought about how to pick this one. Um, I think there's a there's, there's a sensible the Eagles choice. is the sensible pick but, but when you take into account things like form it does become quite difficult because the, the Eagles just look rubbish and the Redskins look quite good recently I think at this stage of the season when the Eagles sort of know they'll need to win at some point you'd think to make the playoffs I think they'll manage to get it done against the Redskins but I am very tempted to pick the Redskins uh, I won't though I'll go with the Eagles I'll play it safe yeah, I mean, the Eagles, not the Eagles, God, the, the Redskins have had improvement in the past few weeks mm. uh, over the beginning of the season. But no, yeah, I think you're right. I think the Eagles will be seeing red, wanting to be top of their um, top of their division. Yeah, they will be seeing red because they're uh, playing the Redskins. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Uh, 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 I considered it and I chose not to, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callum, who you got? Uh, yeah, there's a burning urge to go Redskins, but I'm yeah. not an idiot. And I don't want to lose points unnecessarily, so I'll go Eagles. Yeah. If, uh, if Redskins end up winning that, I think we'll all be kicking ourselves. Right. Oh, Next there's up. such an urge to change the pick. <laughs> I just can't do it. I refuse to. Next up, we've got the Seahawks taking a trip down to Carolina. Speak up, Joe. <laughs> um, to, uh, yes, to play the Panthers. Um, I think the Seahawks are going to be wanting to uh, win this. I think they will. Really? Um, that's my prediction. Uh, because they are chasing the Niners. Um Quite closely, I assume they will be the, uh, the second in their in their conference. The playoffs, uh, the Seahawks. They'll get wild card. Yeah, wild card. yeah, yeah, they should certainly make the playoffs. But yeah, they are still in contention for the yeah. division. So, um, Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. Callum. Um, and the Panthers have just sacked their coach. <laughs> yeah, the Panthers look not very good recently. Um, the Seahawks last game didn't look good either, but that was because they were up against a team that threatened them in a way that they haven't been threatened for a while in terms of they really had their offensive line tested. I don't think the Panthers can actually do that. So, yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'll go Seahawks as well. That's, uh, that's nice and interesting for all the listeners. <laughs> uh, so this is one where I hope it isn't consensus, uh, but I can see that there quite possibly will be. Uh, Bucks versus Lions. Uh, Joe quite famously goes on about how much he hates the Bucks. Um, I also quite famously go on about how much I hate the Lions. Though, yeah, to be fair. I thought that was where you'd go. <laughs> yeah, which means how can you pick between them? Hmm. Oh, well, I'll pick last. Let's see. Uh, I am going Bucks because I I like the Bucks. I've got a soft spot for them. 
Yeah, uh, mm, yeah, I'll go with the Bucks. I think uh, we are overdue an absolute shambles from James Winston now after last week, but nonetheless, I don't back David Bly to get it done, unfortunately. I think that Winston shambles is going to come through, and uh, I'm going to back the Lions. <laughs> what a turnaround. Um, all right, next I'm glad up. I've talked him into one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have Browns Cardinals. Uh, this is an interesting one. Um, so it's in Arizona. It's, you know, the Cardinals are on an awful run, but the Browns, you just can't trust them this year. They're six and seven. Cardinals are three, nine and one. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, <sighs> I think they'll break their losing streak. Not sure why I think that, but I do. Uh, I believe in Carly Murray and we will see. Joe, who you got? I'm going to go with the Browns. Fair enough. Yeah. Any reason? I mean, 66 to 34 betting right ratings. But I mean, last time you you went against seventy three to twenty seven. Um, That's because I don't like the Buccaneers. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, I like both teams in this pick, which is what makes it quite difficult. Mm. I like Kyler Murray, and uh, I also like picking the Browns. Um, I think because I like them equal amounts, and the Browns are generally seem to be the better team. I will go for the Browns. Yep, fair enough. Uh, and next up, we've got a. Uh, my uh, my current favourite team, uh, the Raiders. <laughs> Obviously, <they're laughs> um, we've got the uh, Jack- Jacksonville Jaguars going off to Oakland uh, to play the Raiders. Um, the last ever game in Oakland. This one. Really? Uh, oh, of course, Las of course, Vegas yeah. next year. Um, so we've got yeah, we're, we're the Jag- Jags now are at four for nine, or four two nine, four to nine, which is is, is not looking good. Raiders haven't had the best few weeks, but yeah, still- the Raiders haven't looked strong recently. Mm. They're still. They've got a better record, but they haven't look good. They probably are the better team, but, but they I don't think, have Mr. Minshew. Yeah, I think the Jags—they've made some switch switch ups the past few weeks. Um, I think they they they're going to pull through this one. All right. Yeah. Uh, I will be going for the Raiders because even though they're not in good form, the Jags are literally ranked as the worst team in the NFL at the moment. Even though that makes no sense because the stats don't demonstrate that. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think the sort of sentimental, uh, you know, last ever game in Oakland will, it'll be emotionally charged and I think it'll get them. And the emotion will cloud their judgment and they will lose. What's so this against the stoic Jaguars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next game we have to call might be quite an interesting one, to be fair. Um, the Vikings, who have a very good stat record at the minute. Start record yet? I don't know. Wins. <laughs> Did you want to tell me how many they're, wins they've got? They've got good got? win record. They're nine and four. It's still a stat record. A stat line, I think. Yeah. Stat line, then. Or, yeah, right, nine line, to four. Yeah. They've beaten some quite good teams. They've also lost some average teams. Four of them, I believe. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> not necessarily. They might have oh, lost sorry, the same yeah, team twice. Um, and the Chargers have not had a great season, but they picked up last game quite a lot. Um, I think the sensible choice is the Vikings but again I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers came through so you're going Vikings yeah it was not clear Uh, Uh, okay I'm going Vikings if you'd like a clear hard statement at the end of them I'm going to go with the Chargers actually I think I think yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as he mumbles and looks at his phone quickly I've changed my mind have I no I'll stick with it why not I'll go with the Chargers um I just think they're the sort of like tragic comedy as a franchise and sometimes it'll work out or else it won't be painful when they lose. 
this maybe this will be one of those times. <laughs> right. Well, I, I I like betting against Callum with Ollie, but it feels a lot more sad when we win than betting with Callum against. <laughs> yeah, because if if we both Ollie, win, we glow aggressively. That's just funny. So I'm going to go. With Whereas the I cry excessively <laughs> when I lose. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Falcons Niners. Um, Should be quite easy Niners. to pick. Yeah. I thought you didn't like the Niners, Callum. I don't. And like I thought them. you really liked the Falcons. I do. We should follow your heart and back the Falcons. Uh, no, because my heart will only take me so far in points. So. Right. Well, I'm going to back, back the uh, best team in the NFL and the best QB in the NFL right now. <laughs> Not uh, the best quarterback the, uh, and the second with best With the Niners. Um, the Falcons have picked up recently. They've been quite good to watch. But it's regardless of whether I hate them, I have to acknowledge the Niners are a very high standard, high quality team. And they will probably win it. Yeah, so I'll back them. All right. Uh, so, no, this, is, this is my one to call. Well, you weren't calling it. You, oh, you're mumbling. Yeah. I was, I, uh, yeah. Anyway, I was trying to think of a funny introduction. Um, we've got the <laughs> we've got the Rams um, heading down to Texas. Uh, Dallas haven't had the best season. Um, I think we've we've discussed that quite a lot today. Uh, Rams have been playing quite well. Maybe worth bringing up something that a friend mentioned to me before the game. Humble brag. Uh, it's Jason, so... Oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, he was saying that although the Rams have played quite well recently mm. and are a good team, yep. this is a very important divisional win. Not as in not within the division, but it's very important for the uh, Cowboys' place in, the posi- in their division to win this game. Yes. They, need, they need to be winning games soon if they want to if they want to win that division yeah um so he was saying like the desperation will really be driving them now because they should have won last week and they didn't will it be enough to get them across the line against a winning team for the first time though is desperation what they need i think yeah like anger frustration and desperation is a perfect combo of emotion to win and i mean not to not not to speak against jason um and his word but other rams uh the, the Rams not feeling the same right now. They could be potential no, because, for, like, for, but like the Rams are in a better position and they're not going to win. They're not going to win their division. Whereas the Cowboys could win their division. Yeah. And as Joe shows on Night Out, anger, desperation <laughs> are great emotions for success. Brilliant. That's right. Um, so Joe, you have so, to make your call first. Yeah, go for it. <sighs> kind of reeling after that, but I'm going to go with the Rams. All right. Um, I don't know whether to accept Jason's wise words of wisdom. Um, wise words of wisdom, <laughs> double wisdom. Um, Ollie, can you make your pick while I think? That's not how this works. That's not. <laughs> uh, can you make your pick while I think? No. Uh, <laughs> right. I think the Rams will win. So pick the Rams. <laughs> that is that is how this works. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will go for the Rams. Yeah. All right, I'll go Cowboys. Actually, I'm changing. I'm going Cowboys. <laughs> Actually, you have five seconds. Okay, I'm going for the now. Okay, no, stick, stick, with, stick <laughs> no, with the Rams. Going, stick going, with the Rams. Yeah, that's it. That's um, the Rams. Next one. No, I'm going for the. No, Cow- no, no. You're going for the Rams. Okay, uh, I'm going for the Rams. Okay. All right, the next game, which I think is a very, very, very interesting game, two. Uh, good teams, but not great teams, battling out 
with quite important implications for the rest of their season. Yeah. Uh, it's the Bills versus the Steelers. Yep. Um, the Bills have a cool kit. They have cool players. They look good against the Ravens last week. Yep. The Steelers have a rubbish kit. They're rubbish blokes. And they have mostly got by through not necessarily luck, but just I don't understand. Like, they're not that good. Good coaching. That's how they yeah. got by, yeah. Good defense as well. And good defense. Patrick um, is incredible. Uh, this thing in front of me is saying that the Steelers have a 54% chance and so they're the slight favourites. Right. But personally, I think the Bills look good. And although the Steelers too look good, uh, the Bills... I'm biased against the Steelers, basically. I hate them. So the Bills are going to win. Fair enough. I got through that a lot quicker if you'd started I know. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, I'm torn over this one. I really am. But I think I'm going to go with the Steelers on account of, I think, that defense is going to be too much for Josh Allen to handle. Uh, I think the Bills are better than I possibly give him credit for, but I still think he's not quite the best quarterback. And I think Nick Fitzpatrick is just such a weapon, and I think they will get to him. It might be quite weird to say, but he doesn't look like a good quarterback. Hmm. He just inherently looks non-confident and kind of scared. That's fair enough. Um, you know, as I just realized, actually, we, we won't all be together when the results come in this weekend. So I won't have to listen to Callum's whines when he loses. Um, I'm going to back the Steelers. All right. And finally, Monday Night Football, we have uh, a clash of the Titans. <laughs> a uh, <laughs> Super Bowl 46 rematch, I think it is. No, um, the Titans aren't playing. No, brilliant. It's a clash of the Colts <laughs> and the Saints, to be precise. Uh, the Colts, their season may as well be over. The Saints are... Um, uh, probably reeling after that 49ers loss, but still had no, an excellent game. They'd be disappointed, it's, but they're not reeling. They didn't get thrashed. I mean, and it is only it is only the Colts. So. Yeah. Um, yeah it's is, like playing a college football team, really. <laughs> right. High school. Uh, this is as close as I would get to picking against the Colts, but I'm still not going to do it just because I would kick myself if they actually did somehow win this one. Uh, but you'll also kick yourself so, when you end up a point behind, so... Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I've already <laughs> lost like five points because of the Colts this year. So what's one more? I think you would be winning probably out of yeah, all of us if you just wouldn't have picked the Colts constantly. Yeah, uh, but I'll do it again. Why not? Joe, are you going to be sensible or are you going to betray me again? Saints. Yeah, Saints. All right. And that is the end of next week's games. As I say, we'll look at the other couple of weeks in our own time and we'll, uh, we'll and report we'll, uh, back on we'll, we'll, we'll post on Twitter our predictions. Follow us on Twitter at 4th and one that's not a real thing. <laughs> that's not real. That's something for you but to do tonight, Ollie. Perhaps. <laughs> Ollie is going to make it tonight. Yes. So Why am I? Why? That'll be the prediction. Because you're the general manager of this podcast. True. Uh, and your girlfriend just left Darren, left so you have nothing to do this evening. <laughs> right. You don't have anything to do this evening. Uh, oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> um, um, so before we go, we'll do the next part of the fandom knockout. Um, so... I sent you guys earlier the matchups for this week. Um, <laughs> this is where we. Joe is not prepared. <laughs> as ever. Shock uh, We randomly put the 32 teams into a bracket. Each week we'll narrow it down until you guys eventually pick the teams you'll support going forward. Callum, this week you've got Steelers Bengals and Chiefs Jets. Uh, so, first up, Steelers Bengals. What do you think? Yeah, I was thinking about this in general and I figured to do all these brackets, we're going to need like 30 more podcasts. And there's only going to be no, like, we'll, we'll, there's going to we'll be like, yeah, we're going to have yeah. to speed it up at some point. Um, Steelers Bengals is really difficult because mm. one of them I hate and one of them should be hated by everyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> the Steelers, I just don't know what I don't like about them, but they just, 
inspire hatred okay. in me. But I recognise most people reckon, think of them as a good team. Yep. Uh, the Bengals, everyone knows, suck. Um, maybe next season, though. They'll, they'll probably get a first-round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals. Uh, I don't like them, but it's the lesser of two evils here. Fair enough. And Chiefs-Jets? Very difficult to call, actually. Uh, really? On the opposite end of the spectrum. Because the Chiefs are good... Yeah, it's the it's the effectively the direct reverse of the last one. The Chiefs are recognised as generally good by everyone and by me. I yeah. enjoy watching them. Uh, I think Mahomes is a great quarterback. Yeah, um, I like the kits. I think they're great. The Jets. I don't know what it is about them, but just something in me just goes. This team's quite cool. Like I like their kits, and I've enjoyed every game I've watched with them. And I always find myself backing them. Okay. Um, and they're also quite an old franchise, right? Yeah, yeah, they are um, historically historically quite fairly, good. Well, at times, right? They've had they've had. They've had dark years, the Jets, but um, uh, they've had they have had some great some great players in the past. So I don't really football. know. I feel like I would be a bit of a glory hunter, kind of like a Patriots fan or a Niners fan. I think you'd just be getting on in time if you were to pick the Chiefs personally. Uh, but well, I'm not actually interested in quality. I don't think in terms of it, it does factor in. Yeah. I'm not I'm Bengal, and like the Jets probably aren't going to make it all the way through to my final, but yeah. the Jets, I think I'm going to yeah. go for also, weirdly. Less child abusers on the Jets, so <laughs> yeah, always yeah. nice. Uh, and Joe, this week you have uh, Lions, Texans, and Eagles Saints. I mean, I think Lions, Texans is an easy one for anyone who's been listening to the podcast over uh, the past five weeks. So yeah. I'm going to go for the uh, Texans. Okay, and uh, because they've got someone with your name. Yes, <laughs> uh, and Eagles Saints. I had some allegiance to the Eagles. Starting starting the podcast yeah. this year, um, since they have fallen quite a lot in my estimation. And Joe's the glory hunter. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I also, I mean, similar with the Saints, uh, first football match I ever watched on TV was their uh, Super Bowl win in 09, was it? Yep, yeah. over the courts. <laughs> um, I think just for that, the Saints, you know, they've dropped off two in my estimation, but I'm going to go with them. All right, very good. And that is us. So, Callum, for you, the Bengals and Jets will progress to the next round. Joe, for you, the <laughs> Texans and Saints. Yeah, it does. Um, and that is the end of the podcast. Quite a beefy one today. But yeah, um, check out Twitter tonight. That's, it's just fourth thing. and one. There's no way that's going to be available either way. Uh, it could be fourth and one Durham or fourth and one podcast. Okay, this we is... will put in the description of the podcast uh, what the Twitter is called. We won't because we we're going to do it straight away. Yeah. Well, this is great stuff. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll head on. We will uh, be back in the new year. Uh, have a lovely Christmas. Uh, and a happy uh, no, no, no. Have a nice festive season, you know. Have a nice festive season. Happy holidays to you and all Happy of holidays, that's yeah. the one. Um, now you just sound like a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a way to end the year. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm Oliver Higgins. Goodbye. I am Joseph Watson. Goodbye. I'm Callum Bennett. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.